guys, my name is Kalithia Murphy. Welcome to my podcast. I will talk about what I've learned and what I'm learning about this thing called life. Meet me here every week and we will talk about my randomness. It's Motivational Monday. (laughs) I'm so glad y'all came back. You here, I'm here. Let's get into this thing. This week, we're going to talk about embracing fear and pain. Yes, it's going to be a little bit different, but you you follow me. So before Thanksgiving, I had, I don't even know how I did this. I had uh, messed up my tailbone and I, and I see a chiropractor. So I messed up my tailbone and he was trying to fix me up. Um, but it, it just, it just wasn't working. He told me exercise to do whatever. It just, it wasn't working. And the thing is with your tailbone, <laughs> when you sit it, that thing hurts. Is you know, when you when you're about to, you know, sit and when you're sitting, that thing hurts. So the the best way when you're having p- tailbone issues is basically to stand up. And that's just not realistic. So so what I did, because I didn't know what else to do, I went towards the pain. Right. So what I did was each I pretended like I was going to sit each time and in fat and okay, I pretend I was going to sit. So I pretend I was going to sit. Then I rise up. Then I pretend I was going to sit. Then I rose up. Pretend I was going to sit and I rose up. And I was like, okay. But truthfully, each time I did it, it was feeling a little bit better, you know? And then as I, as I sat, I kind of like sat a little, I sat on it a little bit more and kind of wiggled my, wiggled my little tail, my little tailbone, believe it, <laughs> it did hurt. And it, it just, it just, it just was crazy. Like, okay, I'm in pain. Why would, usually you're in pain, you're trying to do everything to alleviate it. But for some reason, I told myself, I'm in pain. It's not going away. Let's go towards the pain and going towards the pain. Let me apply, let me apply some pressure. So when I went back to the chiropractor, he was asking me, he was like, so you're, you're walking different. You your tailbone is, you know, he aligned me and everything. He was like, you, every, everything is checking out. He was like, so leaning on the wall, you know, puzzled. He was like, so what did you do? I said, I went towards the pain. He was like, what? I was like, each time I was in pain, I felt the pain. I just, I went towards it. Everything that was going to cause me the pain, I just went towards it. And not only going towards it, I just applied more pressure to it. And he was like, huh. (laughs) <laughs> it was so I wasn't going to go into this, but that caveat is going to make me saying that is going to make me go into my my 2020. OK, I don't know. A lot of you don't know, but my husband was hospitalized three times last year. He was hospitalized in March, October and November. And each time he was hospitalized, it, it wasn't good. And. Uh, out of the three visits, two of them, it was like I was going to have to prepare myself to not have my husband anymore. So I'm going to briefly go over each each time he was in the hospital, not to bombard you with, with a lot, but it's going to be a highlight, okay? So March of 2020, my husband went into the hospital. He had a cyst on his liver, 
and they want to make sure it wasn't cancers, which it wasn't. And he didn't have COVID. I know that's the next question. He didn't have COVID. And the cyst became infected. And 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 why he had to stay in, he was in the hospital like over a week or maybe a little bit longer. Yeah, almost two. But the reason why he had to stay in there so long, because he is a type 2 diabetic and his blood sugar was like in the 300s. So they were trying to get that under control and trying and and trying to deal with the infection. So that was it was it was it was a plan against playing against each other by him being a type two diabetic, trying to get that situated. And being a type two diabetic, you heal slower at a slower rate. So that's that was the issue with that. So he was released. And then let's go into October. October, my husband, oh my goodness. Um, I looked at him. I was we just moved into our new building. And he he uh, he loves wings. So he had bought some wings. Well, I bought him some wings from anyway. I don't remember that part. But anyway, he was like, yeah, I didn't eat nothing all day. And I looked at him. I was like, you didn't eat your wings. But I was like, I said a prayer like fast. I was like, Lord, whatever. Just prepare me, whatever, whatever's going to come. I, I, you know, I, you know how you just know, because I just unlike him. So. Um, he came back that same day and he just was barely walking like he was about to pass out. And so I called our I called his doctor and he told me if I can take him to an urgent care. Do not. I tell you, the well star one in Cobb, uh-uh, do not go there. OK, I'm not even going to take the locate any of them. Just don't go. But anyway, I took him there. They didn't do anything. And next thing you know, from there, I just I I uh, got him in the ambulance and rushed him to the hospital because uh, he he couldn't speak at that time. He just he couldn't uh, breathe. He couldn't speak. Um, and they didn't know what was wrong with him. And that hospital stay. Uh, it was very intense because um, his lungs, his organs, different things kept on filling filling up with fluid, but thankfully the fluids um, didn't have any bacteria in it. So that was happening and he just, he was just out of it and he was in ICU. And, and even though during COVID time, if you have someone in ICU, you can see them, which is crazy. I went to see him and he was sitting in that chair Um just I didn't even I couldn't even reckon it, it I couldn't even recognize him and I had to bathe him and I don't only person I bathed besides myself was my children and my granddaughter and I never uh, had to bathe my husband and he was just helpless and I bathed him and uh you know was there to try to get him to eat and you know, I was smiling and uh, <laughs> it was, uh, trying to make him feel good or whatever. But it it was it was uh, it was it was a hard day. It was it was very challenging, and he could barely talk to me uh, during this time. Uh, so it, it 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 that that one was challenging, and and also in in this visit, um. When he did call me, he called me and told me that um, the night before, and it's so crazy, I couldn't sleep that night. He was telling me that um, he almost 
died. And they and they brought him back, but they didn't know what happened. <laughs> it's like, wow, this is crazy. And then uh, that conversation, he was uh, wasn't in his right mind. He I did, he was just he he said that, but then it didn't make sense what he was saying. And I hung up with him because I was trying to tell him, Henry, get to your nerves, tell your nerves. And he didn't understand. So I hung up with him and I uh, got to his nurse and his nurse went and checked on him. And then I didn't talk to him a couple of days later. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was October visit. So he was released and um, they they didn't really know what they were doing. And uh, my my friend, my doctor, who is a doctor, she was telling me I should have. I uh, removed him from that hospital because they, it didn't sound like they knew what they were doing. Um, so let's move into November. November, I'm sleeping on the couch, and my husband is, I, I got cold all of a sudden. And so my husband is on a porch with barely anything on because he's saying he can't breathe. And he was getting relief on the porch. So at that time, I knew something was wrong, so I called the ambulance then. And he was talking like everything was all good, all good. So when he got there, and and, and I, I guess I didn't tell you that, when he left from the October visit, he got released, he was swollen. Like his 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 legs was just swollen. He was just swollen. Um, but I didn't know it was fluid. You know, I thought it was going to go down and he thought it was going to go down, but it, it didn't go down. So we here in we're at the this is after Thanksgiving time and he is swollen and come to find out when he got to that. He went to another hospital. We he didn't go to that last hospital. It's because he have hypertension. Anyway, the medicine he was taking, he needed to take medication to take fluid out. And he just, it was just building up. And it was like, if it built up into his lungs and everything, you know, it, w- it wouldn't be a good situation. And it wasn't a good situation um, that time either. Um, yeah. It, it, oh, my gosh. <sighs> I'm trying to breathe. <sighs> I just, I just wanted, I'm, I'm, I'm going through this because a lot of people, I remember uh, I couldn't go on Facebook and tell people this. And I wasn't trying to keep this a secret or anything. I honestly didn't know how to deal. I didn't know how to deal. You know, I I just I, I, I've always been with this person. I've been with him since I was 17 years old and I'm in my 40s now and I've always had him. But I remember uh, my prayer because I still stay consistent with my prayer life. I mean, I was dancing. I was, you know, just um, getting loved on um, with my Lord. But anywhere, I remember this prayer, and I, I, I'm, I'm writing it down. I, please follow me, please, please. But the prayer I was during this time for my husband, I was like, Lord, I want my hubby to be healed, but I'm not. I'm not asking for that. I'm asking that whatever your will is, let it be done. I trust you. And I know you know what's best for me. That was my prayer. 
And what made me pray that <laughs> Whoa. What made me pray that is because at that time and all the time in my life, I didn't want to pray selfishly. Because I knew a lot of time. My prayers was like, Lord, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. And this time, Lord, (laughs) I just wanted you to be in the midst of it. I just wanted you to do what you do best. Because I knew that you knew what was best for me, us. (laughs) And I also know you're the type of God that what ever happens or whatever that that we go through that you're not an evil god i was going through these things because i can handle it you wouldn't let me go through anything that i wouldn't handle that i couldn't handle so i wasn't keeping it a secret i was i i, I didn't know how to convey this and i didn't want i didn't want anybody to to um to just to get me off course at per se you know if i could change certain certain things i would but not a lot you know um <laughs> i didn't want to have anybody crying today cuz um i'm crying <laughs> but i just wanted to i'm still i'm still going to encourage you this week but I just wanted to let you know that whatever you're going through, it's okay to feel whatever you're going through. And if you are a believer, man, it is such a wonderful thing to put all your faith in someone that you know that's going to handle everything. And if you're not a believer yet, man, I'm just encouraging you. A relationship with Jesus? Oh, man. It's an awesome relationship, but it's not going to stop things from happening, but it's going to help you get through it. So anyway, if you ever go through anything, you're not going through it just to go through it. You can handle it. You can handle it. You can handle it. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. Make sure to tune in next week. Bye for now.